So this was not planned, but uh, here we are. These past two Monday nights have uh, brought a lot of a lot of news into the sports world, football world, head coaches. Last week was John Gruden with you know his whole thing, and uh, this week it is a uh, Nick Rolovich, Washington State, real ass nigga, real ass nigga, give a fuck about a job. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, look, man, this is the world we live in. This is the world we live in. Um, he decided that uh, he wanted to have uh, autonomy over his uh, body and uh, not be forced to get this vaccine that they are pressuring and forcing and trying to mandate. And uh, he lost his job because of it. Now, it would have been a lot easier um, if they were like, you know, like losing a lot or had a bad record. But they're four and three, you know, middle of the pack. I mean, pack 12 de decent conference playing against some decent teams. They're four and three. I'm getting real sick and tired of the false equivalencies. Before I get into that, before I get into that, I want to be on record because everybody has their own um, their own thoughts and opinions of how they think that I think about the vaccine. And here's my thoughts. This is why I'm against it. Um, I'm not anti-vax. Obviously, I've had plenty of vaccines in my life. Obviously, we all know about the vaccines that we're required to give for school, which is part of the false equivalency that I'll get into. Um, and I've also had countless flu shots throughout my life, which for some reason are optional, but we'll get to that here in a second. My big issue with this vaccine is, one, we're being sold that COVID is this deadly virus when, in fact... In fact, I'm not just making this up. I'm not just talking out my ass right now. In fact, it has a less than 1% death rate. I don't understand how you can categorize something as deadly when it is quite literally not. Just because people have died from it does not make it... Cars are deadly, if that's the case. Food is deadly, if that's the case. TV is deadly, if that's the case. Video games are deadly, if that's the case. Like, everything's deadly, if that's the case. People can die of it. That, that show back in the day, Thousand Ways to Die or whatever. Like, any, firecrackers are deadly, if that's the case. Like, everything's deadly. Everything. This podcast is deadly, if that's the case. When I saw, well, first off, my feelings with it, you know, being, or me personally, at least, not seeing it as deadly. Um... And then seeing the links that they are going to try to get people to take this vaccine. That is where I have, it's a cause for pause for me. Um, you're giving out donuts. Probably not the most healthy thing to eat. I'm not saying I don't eat them, but probably not the most healthiest thing to eat. They give those away if you get the vaccine. I've seen them giving away Big Macs for the vaccine. I've seen them paying people for the vaccine typically now i i am aware of medical studies i have a friend that's been a part of one i tried to be a part of some um but there are medical studies where you can get paid for like you know testing out medications and things like that that would be a red flag i mean why do you need to pay me for something that is you know needed and essential you know what i mean i would think that's not necessary we've already discussed the whole Kyrie thing well a lot of people are using the 
argument of people have been taking have been required to take vaccines their whole life uh obviously like i mentioned earlier for school and as a matter of hold on let me let me get that list up let me get that list up the shots that are required to take to go to school in the state of texas i would i think every state's different but i'm just going to speak on texas because that's where i'm at and that's what i know tetanus shot that's required polio required measles required hepatitis a and b required uh, varicella required meningococcal I can't say these but you know required uh, yeah those are all the required vaccines for school and people are trying to use the argument well you we've had to been taking vaccines our entire life like what's the big deal now like blah 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 and I would say that it's a false equivalency because one y'all are aware that there are vaccines out there for things for diseases, better yet, for diseases and viruses that aren't required. Now, for whatever reason, our state has decided these are the ones that are required to go to school. And I guess every state's differently, so you can, you know, make those determinations however you want to. But I started looking at some other vaccines that exist that aren't required. Um, there's a vaccine for tuber, I can't say these again, uh, tubercolosis or tuberculosis, whatever. Um, and uh, I don't know if y'all know, but um, 1.5 million people died of that last year. Um, 1.4 million died of that in 2019. And according to the CDC, 1.5 million people die from that every year. So whatever. Um, adenovirus has a varying death rate of 6 to 70%. Uh, remember, COVID's less than one. Uh, anthrax. Without antibiotics is a 20% death rate, according to the FDA. Um, Gastrinal anthrax, 25% uh, to 75%, again, according to the FDA. Um, inhalation of anthrax, 80%, again, according to the FDA. And uh, I do remember back in the day that there was the whole crisis of anthrax being in the mail and everything, and like anthrax was kind of like blowing up. I, I want to say it's like early 2000s. Like I vaguely remember that being discussed in the news. Um, and there's a vaccine for that, but it's not required um cholera or cholera whatever um if untreated it's a 25 to 50 percent death rate and if treated it's a less than one percent death rate so if you treat if you're treated for cholera you pretty much have the same chances as you do with covid but for some reason that's not that's not required i guess not enough people die of it whatever um oh rabies is also a 99.9 percent .9 death rate so like the exact opposite of covid like if you get rabies like you're pretty much done um, now, granted, I do understand rabies is very unlikely to catch. Like, you have to, I think, be built by a wild animal or a bat or some shit like that. So as long as you stay away from that shit, you're pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, but, you know, it's also 99.9%. Uh, oh, smallpox. Uh, it's 30% death rate, again, according to the FDA. Uh, all of these, again, way more than the less than 1% of the COVID death rate. But for some reason, these vaccines are mandated, aren't mandated, aren't mandatory, aren't required. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. If we have these deadly diseases, and I would categorize them as deadly based off of, you know, these numbers that I read out here, way more so than COVID. Oh, my fault. COVID had 3 million deaths uh, worldwide, according to the World Health, World Health Organization. Um, now, yeah, that number is higher than uh, the what I mentioned earlier for tuberculosis or whatever the fuck. Um, but we also, I, I think we're also all woke and aware at this time that um, those numbers are a bit inflated those COVID death numbers, like 
you could have been hit by a bus if you had COVID in, COVID in your system, they would categorize it as a COVID death, at least in the United States. I don't know what they did in other places, but like you could have died for any number of things. Gunshot. You could have died from any number of things. Or a lot of people have pre-existing conditions, die from that and have complications with COVID categorized as a COVID death. Y'all do know that hospitals would get more money last year, and I'm sure, I don't know if they still do, but they got more money for categorizing these deaths as COVID deaths when COVID wasn't the underlying final it factor for people's death. So it just kind of makes me wonder why. Why? I mean, I have my thoughts and theories and everything, but why is it that this vaccine with the less than 1% death rate is being pushed so hard in so many ways, vax it up, all these things. But these other diseases that I listed that have vaccines, but for some reason aren't required, have higher death rates. Hmm. Interesting. And people always are, like I said, using the false equivalency. Well, you need all these for school. Well, why don't we need this? Why don't we need tuberculosis, adenovirus, anthrax, cholera, rabies, smallpox? Why don't we need those? Why don't we need those? What is the difference with these, with those diseases and those viruses outside of rabies? I'm aware of the rabies. Like it's very, very, very unlikely to get. But again, if you get it, you're fucked. So, I mean, I would just think, fuck you. We should all get the rabies vaccine just off rip because you never know. You never know. A lot of people might not ever encounter a wild animal going caves with bats and all that shit. But on the off chance that you do, why don't you get vaccinated for it? Because based off of the numbers, according to the FDA, you're going to die if you get rabies. You're going to die. But that's the argument that's made by a lot of people. Well, you've been getting vaccines your entire life. And you know what's funny? You know what's real funny to me? Something that I noticed. The people that, oh, pretty much everyone in my life that has ever uttered the words false equivalency is vaccinated. Without even recognizing or being open to the idea that your big argument or one of your big arguments of we get all these vaccines for school, but we don't get these. I would say it's false equivalency. Why can't the COVID vaccine be seen as the flu vaccine? I'm not saying the diseases are the same. Well, I mean, I have said that before, but that's not what I'm saying in this moment in time. Why is it that the flu shot is optional, but this one isn't with a less than 1% death rate? Because now people are starting to think, well, if they're vaccinated, they'll have uh, you have a better chance of uh, surviving or like if you're vaccinated and you still die, it's because of these underlying conditions. When a majority of people that were dying from COVID last year, like officially, I mean, granted, like I just said, they listed any and everything as a COVID death. But a lot of people that were having issues with COVID had pre-existing conditions, like I mentioned a moment ago, or were obese, which I would say is a pre-existing condition. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Maybe it's not about the health or the well-being of society and citizens. Maybe, just maybe, it's about control. And maybe, you know, that's what Nick Rolovich said. Uh, you know what? You can suck my dick, COVID vaccine. How about that? He lost his job for it. People are going to be like, oh, well, he had the freedom to not get it. This is the consequence of that. Fair enough. I would say this shouldn't be a consequence because, like I've just listed, tuberculosis, adenovirus, anthrax, cholera, rabies, smallpox, all present, all out there, 
all have higher death rates than COVID, but none of those vaccines are mandatory. Again, I'm talking to the state of Texas. Maybe in other states are required, but for some reason, the state of Texas is not. Maybe, just maybe, that's what Kyrie's talking about, being a voice for the voiceless. People are being required to get something when I would say it's very, very, very unessential. I, I would rather get I would rather just get COVID as honestly, as a matter of fact, I believe I did have COVID um, early uh, January 2020, January 2020. Last time I was pretty sick. I had all the symptoms that we later found out were COVID symptoms. And uh, hmm, it's possible that I already have the antibodies. So I wonder if there's a way to test if I've had it before. I don't know. I don't know. But um, shout out to Nick Rolovich and some other people on his staff for standing up for uh, their rights. And uh, hopefully. Hopefully, um, more people will start to wake the fuck up and see what's really going on out here. As DeMarcus Cousin would say, it's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous what's going on out here. I guess it's a nice little segue into basketball. Is DeMarcus Cousin still playing? I need to see what team he's on if he is. That's sad if he's not playing anymore. But the NBA starts today. Uh, I actually, we had a, recorded a podcast the other day, uh, me and Jeff. Um, we, uh, talked about a lot of things, a lot, a lot, a lot of things, uh, some, of, a, a lot of which needs to be, well, edited out or edited in some way, shape or form. Um, but Jeff actually hit me up earlier today and he's like, yeah, we need to edit a lot of that. And I'm like, Jeff, <sighs> God damn it, Jeff. Yeah. Just going through some things right now. Some good things. Some awkward things some bad things uh josh i hear uh you're going through some things as well <laughs> if you're listening to this um you'll get your ig back man you get your ig back damn, damn near anything instant is or insta better yet you're you're having issues with I, I heard i heard um but i do have an episode with jeff that should be coming out that was the episode that was planned to be coming out today and it's it still might i got a lot of editing to do with that um but the nick rolovich news came out yesterday so I definitely had thoughts and opinions on that. And I was, I'm getting sick and tired of the false equivalency, false equivalency argument of, well, you've gotten all these vaccines in school. Why can't you just get this one? Well, why are these other ones not required? Why can't it just why can't it just be the flu shot? Why can't it? If you want to get it, by all means, go do your thing. Do your thing. I don't care. But nobody's ever forced the flu shot. At least not not to my knowledge. It's interesting. Very interesting. Anyway, NBA NBA season does start today. Um, as I mentioned earlier in my story, anytime the Warriors are playing, I'm going to, well, my fault, anytime Steph Curry is playing, I'm going to be taking the Warriors. If you want to know my basketball picks, um, basketball or NBA is my favorite sport or favorite, uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to say that properly. Um, but I love the NBA. I love the NBA. Um, I don't, Part of me wants to do a daily show discussing the NBA. I'm still thinking about how I want to go about that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But um, I definitely want to talk about, uh, I guess, early thoughts on the season. Uh, first off, first and foremost, we should start with uh, Top Dog. Who's Top Dog in the NBA? In my opinion, my favorite player and the best player in the NBA since 2015 is Steph Curry. But I think that is very disrespectful to say. And I think Giannis is being extremely, extremely, extremely disrespected. He should be the unanimous number one top dog king of the hill player in the NBA right now. If any other player, literally any other player 
had a 50-point closeout game. 50-point double-double. I think he had five blocks, too. I mean, now we all remember the, like, 19 for 20 or whatever he was on free throws. That was a bit ridiculous. That was a bit ridiculous. But if any player in NBA history had ended the season winning a championship on a 50-point game, that would have been in the news every single day until the start of the season. I damn near forgot that Giannis did that. If you're listening to this, you might have forgot that Giannis did that. He's being extremely disrespected. So, until further notice, Giannis is that guy. Do I believe the Bucks are that team? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I would say then Steph right behind him. Um, I think the Warriors are being extremely disrespected and slept on. Um, but I think that will very soon change. Uh, I think the Bulls are definitely a team to uh, team to watch in the East. Uh, now we're all pretty sure that the Nets are, you know, by far and away the favorites. Um, even though they're not going to have Kyrie, um, that is that does hurt. But at the end of the day, I mean, they still have two MVPs, two arguably top five, definitely top ten players. Pretty solid supporting cast against uh, around them. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Not really big competitor. I mean. <laughs> The Hawks are always going to be interesting, but I don't. I, I don't think that. I think last year was their surprise breakthrough window, kind of like a couple of years ago when the Portland made it to the conference finals. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm taking. I'm taking the Warriors tonight. I'm also taking the Bucks tonight. I said that on the pod with Jeff, but like I mentioned, that probably is not going to be out in time. So just want y'all to know where my thoughts are on that. Um, shout out Nick Rolovich and the Washington State staff for standing up for what they believe in. And hopefully more people will start to stand up for what they believe in. Fuck your false equivalency. We're out.